Hello, this is Janet Gallon welcoming you to Love Letters Live. And my guest today is a woman I met once in passing, very joyfully, named Danielle DeSalvo. And Danielle's name came to me through a mutual friend or acquaintance about a tree that she has in front of her house. It was so compelling that I drove by to take a look at it. And Danielle, here we are. You could say hello and Let's just start, let's start with the tree and then move back in your life. How would that sure, be? Sure. You go. Um, Janet, thank you so much for having me on your show. I'm very excited about this. I think it'll um, be inspiring. Maybe other people will do it. <laughs> That's actually part of what, where I'd like this to go later. I can tell you about that. But um, yeah, so what's amazing is, is starting this and figuring it out. I was starting to write down kind of the timeline of how the, the whole tree came about. And uh, as I was doing that, I realized- well, that would start just for those who don't know, what do you, what do you call the tree? Um, so I was in the beginning calling it the conversation tree, but all the people, all the passers-bys, neighbors kept calling it the love tree. So That's what I thought it was, okay. Yeah. So um, yeah, so we started calling it the love tree. and. Um, with that, it, it was amazing when I was writing down kind of the dates on the timeline and pretty much the evolution of the tree really matched, uh, you know, all the history of the things that were going on for the past, um, well, actually since about December 2019. In, in your life in particular? Uh, my life, but actually what was going on in, in the world around us. Uh, oh, let's talk yeah, about I'm, that. Uh, one thing you should know about me is that ever since I was really little, um, I've been called like a, I think it's called like being sensitive to energies and vibrations around me. Um, not just me, but people I know and also the collective, like I can, I can feel energies. It's just, it's been since I was really little. So um, as things happen and I'm feeling the things going on and people are walking by and I can see their eyes and faces, I want to try and help. And I was a teacher and- What did, uh, you, what did you teach? I was a sensory motor teacher at this school called Rooftop. And uh, so I've Wait, always here. had the need to- What is, what is sensory motor teacher? Sensory motor, um, so I used to teach kindergarten, first and second grade students, all the different classes, and they would come in my room and we would do fine motor, gross motor, hanging, climbing. Okay. I had a climbing wall in there. Kinetic kind of things. Exactly. Connecting okay. and also learning how to communicate, negotiate. Okay. So, uh, you know, and then yes, definitely being intuitive with senses of what's going on inside a, a little kid. And I was actually trying to help them move through uh, little blockages that can happen in your life when you're that little that can actually go with you your whole life unless someone helps you figure like, out. Like, can you give an example, like what? Yeah, like uh, just little stirrings in, in uh, like a, I don't know, like a, a, a child's um, upbringing and even past life stuff. Um, Ooh, can come up. I like and that topic. It's just, say that again. I like that topic. Yes, it's, well, it's, it's true. Um, you can, and then if you just give them that little push and, and it could be as simple as you, you are special, you are enough. Okay. Okay. Who you are, you know, um, people are saying you're this way, but you can change the way you are this very moment 
the story you're being told um, of who you are is not exactly who you are. You have a chance to change who you are at every moment of your day. You know, you wake up and you can change your story. And so what story is working for you? And what story- how, how did, how did, 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 this was pre-tree, right? This is pre-tree, but um, one, one thing that actually has always been part of um, what I used to tell the kids is um, think outside the box and from the heart. So always trying to get them to, to forget about their brain while they were in sensory motor and think from the heart. And uh, yeah, I'm very big on the practice of unconditional love and I can, I can go over that, that later too. But um, so where this whole tree came about um, and I'll back up just a little bit now um, and then it'll be quick, but 2010, I was getting a divorce. My mother was passing. I spent the last nine weeks in San Jose helping her through that process with my father. Also, it was the first time that with my children, they were pretty young at the time. My older son, who you just met, Cyril, was only 10. And my younger son was, you know, a couple years younger than that. Um, and that was really the first time that I had been away from them for a long time. And oh. I've had a series of what I would call awakenings. I think you can have more than one, this layers of awakenings throughout my life. And with awakenings for anyone that's going through one, it usually happens because of stress, depression, a trauma. Um, it can be uh, things like that. Something that really shakes your core, right? Can send you into an awakening. And can, can a joyful thing also should. I think so. Yes, I, I, do, do think, I, so. I, I do think that is true as well. And, but while what was happening for me, what I, I knew was helping me at the time was a lot of self-help books, um, poems, visuals, like I'm a, I'm a visual person, if you can tell from my, uh, the backdrop here. Um, so what I was doing at the time is just holding images throughout my day or reading something and holding those poems throughout my day in my body. Like I'd see a beautiful bird and just try and hold that image. Oh, good for you. Came on to another or driving and seeing a beautiful tree or someone smiling and laughing, holding all of that. Was, was, your, was your mother aware the whole time that you were there with her? Yes, she was. I mean, it, it, it was a, a slow progression. Um, that's a whole other story if you want to have me on with what I, with that whole story and, and what I found out from her during, which was also almost a, an awakening in that little section. About her personal life? Um, about her personal life and what she was seeing. My whole philosophy was that- You mean when, as she was dying? Yes. Oh. So my whole philosophy with that was when she was sleeping, when she woke up, I didn't want her to be in an empty room. My, my father, I had to get on the same boat he was all, he was kind of upset that she was dying. And so when he'd come in the room, it would stress her out because she felt bad that he felt like that. So I, I got them all on a better boat really. And um, when she was waking up, yes, I did not want her to be in an empty room. So what was happening is she was telling me her dreams right after she woke up. And some of them I, I know were here and there. 
here and there, wherever there is. And we worked through a lot of that, which I've read a lot of books on past lives. And so I was fine with everything she was saying. And that's a whole other thing that we can go into at different time. But um, so fast forward, um, because really visuals, poems, all of that helped me through. Uh, fast forward to December, it was around like 2019. Greta Thunberg was doing a lot of her climate crisis uh, marches and things. And at the same time, I was also watching COVID-19 happen in China. It was just starting to happen. Mm -hmm. And first thing I could think about is knowing that I, I personally thought then that Trump was not going to be able to handle what, what was happening. And part of my purpose, I feel, is to help people be more uplifted in their lives, higher vibration, which the more that we have more people on higher vibrations, the more we will all be lifted up, right? And I just, so I just kept feeling like that was, that was really what I wanted to do. And, um, I bought my first mask in January and, and then, then the lockdowns happened in San Francisco. That was March 17th. Right. And when that happened, I, a couple things were happening. I saw, I, and I felt kind of the fear and the anxiety in people just like at the grocery store or walking down the street. And all I kept thinking, and also I get these little whispers in my head, um, how can I, tell people it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Because again, um, different vibrations, you can, you can go on a really low vibration and that's not gonna help you at all, right? And it, it doesn't help actually even your um, immune system. Like the, the higher your vibration can be, the, the more you are strong in your body as well. And so I was, I was really thinking a lot about how, how can I help people realize that this is only a moment in time. So and when did, you, when did you get to the tree then? Well, so that's exactly what happened is, is uh, March, uh, what was it? Oh, so May 10th, I decided I'm gonna, for Mother's Day, Mother's Day was coming. I didn't want people to forget about Mother's Day because of what was happening. It was really happening then or just starting. Uh, people were in their houses and, and I thought, how can I do this in a safe way and just tell people oh. it's okay, right? And talk to a bunch of people. I wanted to be able to talk to a bunch of people, but I knew it wouldn't be safe for me or um, anyone I came in contact with. So I thought, okay, I'm going to just start putting things in the tree. And at first I was really intimidated to do it. I just had this I don't know this anxious but feeling. Let's just back up because I had the privilege of seeing your tree, as have all of your neighbors. But for the rest of the world, um, and you know, I'm happy to say that the miracle of all of this is that this is going to go from one corner of the earth to the other. That you 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 wrote things on little tags and actually physically put them on the tree. Correct? Yeah. So I could actually show you a few of those things now. Um, it kind of went in timeline layers. It's, it's really amazing how it happened. Um, so first of all, I started thinking, well, I'm going to get people thinking of not just this thing that is happening around them, the other things that can be positive that are happening. And one of them is always love, you know, love is still around us. The more we think that is like John Lennon says, you know, love is the answer. It's so true. It's, you know, something, it is, it is true. And there's more of it 
then there is the lack of it. There exactly. is much of it in this world. Unfortunately, it doesn't grab the news cameras as exactly. often as the hatred and acrimony. Exactly. So we're led to believe that there's more of that than there is. And God knows it's damaging. I mean, exactly. acrimony and the perception of that that's normal somehow. Right. We better be on our guard. Yeah. It's a terrible thing. It's, you know, it's really, it's, it's mass media. You know, when you're, when you're looking, actually, I was getting a lot of my use from news from YouTube. Yes, there are some things on YouTube that are not to watch, but there you can watch, you know, meditation tapes, positive meditation. Oh, um, you, you can just, you can watch news items about people who have gone out of their way to make life better. And you're exactly. to, oh, go ahead back to the tree. Exactly. So yes, 5% is really not good. And all the good is, is That's happening. That's the exact proportion that my mother told me when I was a little girl. What did, what did you say? That's the exact proportion that my mother told me when I was yes. a little girl. She said, yes. you know, most people <laughs> are wonderful. About 95% of the people are wonderful. Yep. 5% of the people are terrible. And you yes. have to be careful. But you know, it was that same proportion that I guess people who are Okay, go ahead. I know it's, it's the so the first thing um, that intimidate intimidation that I was feeling just a little bit to just kind of put myself out there. Um, I thought, okay, I'm just gonna just start with one little thing. And so the very first thing I started to do, of course, you know, I live in San Francisco, <laughs> so uh, I know there's a lot of wind. And my kids oh. and I used to make these little kites, just paper kites, if we wanted to just get them outside. And um, so this this was the first one. Oh, good for you. Love, and then it says unconditional on the other side. So then as this spins, it's just uh -huh. unconditional love. And um, there there are a bunch of books on how powerful words are. Oh, for sure. And if you how, how did your neighbor how did your neighbors respond to that? What did they do? And they when loved it. In instantly, people were loving that. And so I also put out there. Um, if you have any thoughts or conversations that you want to um, add to the tree, please feel free. Any art, feel free to do that as well. Um, and so I had put all these blank notes out there. Oh, good. That's what I wanted to get to. With some pens. And yes, I'll, I'll just quickly show you. And that. by the way, while you're reaching there, just one Oh, my goodness. Wait, hold on. Hold, 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 stay there. Because in this era, that we can only do things from the safety of our car or on foot as we're not this is a drive-by yes and and yes. i'm seeing that this year your wonderful little tree is kind of it's an organic social media site it is i mean i feel like that too and i here's one of the little quotes life is beautiful life is beautiful with all of us in it use your unique gifts to share light with the world that's something that i put on the tree and then other people have put so many different things wow um, I have so many quotes. I even actually have a whole little series. I can show you some of these quotes. I wrote them all down. Um, Just read but, a couple of them. Yeah, I'll show you that in, okay. a, in, a, in a second. But yeah, so, so I did things like the earth um, because of this was around the Mother's Day and Gaia, Gaia Mother, Mother Earth. Um, oh, of course, yeah. Right? So it was, it was, it was also thanking mothers, grandmothers, your family, you know, your friends, because we all have had mothers, right? right. <laughs> so it was all of this going in the tree. It was things like um, one love, 
So you're, you're open all year long for business, right? I am, except I'm, I am uh, thinking that I'm going to need to take some down because of the weather. And I was going to ask about that. Yes. Figure How do you out a new way to do it. But um, me, have you, know, you, thought, of, have you thought of spray laminating them? Yeah, I think I'm, I actually was thinking of actually laminating them. Yeah, I think so I, that they can withstand the bad weather. Right. Oh, good. Right. So things like this, like this one is a spinning one. Seek, make, do, be, applaud, give to all the good in the world. Right. Um, and then I was just putting things on the tree to help people maybe think and expand their views of the world. So this is, this says on one side, it's just a painted heart. And the other, it says, what you think you become, what you feel you attract, what you imagine you create. And, and that, that's Buddha. That's a quote from Buddha. Um, let's see. So walking, walking by your tree is kind of a message that things will be okay again. Yes. Because exactly. there is all this in the world. Right, exactly. You and try to encourage other people to find, if there's a tree in front of their house, they can do this? Yes, and in fact, I was thinking, except the weather train changed right when we were all, our neighbors were thinking about possibly me doing a workshop where oh. I might even have some arts and crafts that you can do and then put them in your own trees at your house. Um, do you so, could give that class on Zoom? I could, I could. Have your gorgeous son set it up for you. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. Hero, okay, are you up to it? Yeah, see, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, here's, here's just another. This is when it had just started to be patient. As you wait in the dark, the dawn is coming. And that's roomy. So, you know, just a few others. Stay healthy. <laughs> that, that will Wonderful. spin. Do you have, do you, did children ever put things on? Yes. And, uh, a lot of those are still in the tree right now. I have fairy houses in the tree, big smiley faces. Uh, this one little girl, she had a quote. Um, that I just really love. She made a little TV and she said, uh, one day I would like to turn on the news and hear that there's peace in the world. Oh, so that just, oh God, I'm gonna. <laughs> you know something, I don't know if you know and you should know each other, Vanessa Sabareze. And this is a woman I did a love letters with years ago. And oh she, yes, you did She had me. a wishing tree in front of her house Yes. It was gorgeous. You know, she had it all lit up and it was just gorgeous. Just gorgeous. Yes. I actually did see. Well, oh. she, she's moved. I don't know that she's still doing this, but so I, I walked, I went there to visit her a couple of times because my granddaughter, who was a little girl then, I mean, maybe she was seven or something and she wanted to write a message on the tree. And it turns out that a lot of children had written messages on the tree and I think mine wrote something like, you know, she hopes that all the homeless people will find hope. These kids are aware of things that did we know about when we were seven? No. They are so uh, smart. They well, are so not smart. Not only that, not one child wished for a pony. Yeah. Yeah. They all wished for something like you just indicated for a better world. Right. Oh. Yes. I'll skip forward and just say that one of the timelines was when the wildfires were happening, which I'll show you in a minute, but one was when Ruth Bader, Ruth Bader Ginsburg yeah. died, right? And a little girl wrote, fight the good fight, you know? So I, on this one, I had put a whole bunch of little holes so people could write their little comments on them. And, uh, you know, it's, it is pretty amazing. 
the things that kids can do. What, what, I mean, was, what was your, I'm just curious, you know, you've got quite a soul there. Um, <laughs> what was your upbringing like that you, you know, things that you had that, overcome or that you were taught, the, the things that you learned best from your parents? Right. Well, I will tell you, um, I didn't know we were going to do that, but I, I will tell you one of my very first awakenings. You do whatever you want to do. I'm just curious about that. Oh yeah. So so one of so uh, no, it's fine. I just thought it, I might be giving too much out, too much information. But another few anyway, minutes. Yeah. So when I was very little, seriously, like really little, um, I might sound crazy right now, but I do remember seeing a fairy in my in my room, and I I swear I was not asleep. So I'd go out my window and I still believe to this day that that was real. So I just believed that there was more life at a very young age. And um, I did, I used to pretty much sing to the birds and hope they'd fly on my arms. And uh, I grew up, I'm Italian. So we grew up, you know, cooking and sitting at the dinner table together and um, very important part of our, our lives with my so family. It was a positive upbringing it was a positive yeah. yes um I'll tell you where the, my my real first awakening thing happened though is I was I used to I had a best friend named Tanya that you lived around the corner from me and there was one summer I pretty much slept over every single night I just it was just the thing we were doing at the time I think we must have been about 10 maybe 10 or 11 and her mother said, if I sleep over the house on Saturday, she made me go to their church on Sunday. And it was, uh, it's probably famous, but I don't remember what it was called, it, but very holy roller Christian, really like- Not Catholic. No, and I, my family, went, I went to catechism and mm -hmm. kind of grew up that way, right? And um, so, so, Christian or, or I don't know even how to explain it, but if you were not Christian, you're going to hell. It was that, it was just, it was, it was fear-based, scary. A little bad news. Yeah. 666, all that kind of, you know, fear-based stuff. Right. And they said that anyone that is not Christian is going to hell. And I just remembered. So one of my things is that questioning thoughts that go through my mind and my heart. And that was happening when I was really young, like that, this question kept rolling through my head that my parents are good parents. So why would they be going to hell? My, my friend, Stacy Watanabe, her, her parents are Buddhist. Why would they be going to hell? Well, it's like, I just was like this, that God would not do that to everyone, but this one you know, type of person. I just kept thinking that that just did not seem right. But what and did you make of all this? Yeah, I, it, it was really stirring in me. It really, it really upset me. I didn't want to see anyone I knew that wasn't Christian go to this scary place that they kept right. talking about. So that was really, it was just burning in my heart for probably a week. And then I did, I, hear, I heard a whisper in my ear that, and it really was a whisper. And it's happened about six times to me since that it was like, Dan Danielle, God is, God is love for everyone, you know? And so I started thinking on my own, my philosophy very young was that God doesn't really even have a name. It's an energy. And 
everyone might have different names for it, it's, but it's the same thing. And we are all part of that thing, that energy. And I definitely believe that to this day, when I've found out about, you know, source and collective consciousness and our, our energy that we're all matter, you know, there is quantum mm -hmm. physics involved with all of that. Everything has energy, everything has a vibration. And uh, so the older I've gotten, I've, I've realized that what I was thinking then is pretty much, you know, what I'm believing today. So, uh, so that, that was my upbringing as I, I was, I had that in my path the whole time I was growing up. And then a lot of things happened, tra trauma, you know, a lot of traumatic things happened to me as well. And so it, I was also doing a lot of self-help books and things my whole, pretty much my whole, since I was about 18, I had started you know, Good for you. on different little paths. Yes. But um, this is part of a letter that was on the tree. And this oh, is one thing that I love. Excuse me. I'm sorry. I, I'm so enchanted and distracted sure. by all you're saying that I just I, forgot to ask you what oh, sure. I always ask because I am about letters and love letters is do you have love letters in your life? Do you ever write them? And what is it you're going to show us now? Maybe this counts. Um, so I, I have written myself, um, letters and, you know, over the years, it's in a lot of different notebooks though, all over the place. And usually it's just, uh, I usually start with things that are pretty much bothering me and how I can change those oh, things. Oh, you know, I'm so glad that you're touching on this because it's one of the things that I talk about in workshops is mm -hmm. one of the people you can write a love letter to is yourself for yes. having survived something, for having yes. achieved something. I, you, you date all these things, right? You put the dates on them? I do. I have some from a long time ago. But yes, self-esteem has always been kind of hard for me. You, know, you want to do something really fun? What? Go ahead. Tell me. <laughs> your next one. Actually write it, put it in an envelope, stamp it, and mail it to yourself. Oh, I love that idea. It That's is, a great idea. To see, to see, first of all, you'll find that the you who wrote it is different than the you who read it. That's very true. That's well, wow, that's such a great idea. I'm gonna and totally I want you to call me and tell me what that felt like. Oh, I'm gonna do that. That's and also I would I would also say with that is that um, I'm very big. One of the books that I love is um, Eckhart Tolle, The Power of Now. You know, staying in the present moment. Like I'm not thinking about anything else right now. I'm thinking about being here with you. Ditto. Um, yes. Same thing with uh, this letter coming. Is that the the now that I was when I wrote the oh, letter? Sure. Also, right. I also be different in a different present moment. But also, you know, in life, it. I, I think it's what we put out. Yes. Offer even on the same subject is different than what we take in from that yes. same experience. Yes, yes. Oh, I yes. hope you'll do that. What, what was yes. it you were just gonna hold up and show me you said? Oh, so um, the rest of the letter is on the uh, tree still, but this woman, I think uh, she signed it honey. And uh, this is only part of it, well. but I, she had just put it on the tree and I, I actually stapled it and put it back together on the tree so people could read it like this, but she has uh, liver cancer that she's been going through for a long time. And she realized that um, it's really important to love everyone that you come in contact with 
because you just don't know how long you have in life. And I love her little quote, um, be still and love without limits. And, and that's pretty much like the unconditional love, but I just love that love without limits. So, you know, I actually on the phone, whenever I'm even talking to, let's say a PG&E person on the phone, or I have to deal with my car and I don't know these people, right. but I'm, I am, I'm consciously telling everyone, you know, that to take care and that I love you because we are all, we are all one. Well, there's another issue too. You know, when you're dealing with somebody else, I mean, I have found this and it, I didn't come to this so naturally, but I learned it early. I'm happy to say, you don't know what somebody else is going through. Yep. No, the, the saleswoman behind the counter when you're trying to buy a sweater and you want and she's grouchy. You don't know what she's just suffered. You don't know who she died. You don't know that she isn't suffering any one of, you know, um, countless illnesses. You just don't know. The other thing is I have found that pretty much everybody has something lovable. Yes. I mean, you might have to look with a magnifying glass, but you know, you're, I, I, and I feel this, I don't, I, I'm guessing you would too. Yes. Your best self is that part of you who finds the best in others. Exactly. Exactly. Like my, my whole practice, it's not easy. I tell people every day, um, it, again, is unconditional love for everyone you come in contact with, or even the things that are going on around you. And it's exactly what you said. And, and unconditional love, when I looked it up, it's about compassion, empathy, and the biggest one is no judgment. Oh, yes. So, yes. Super hard, super hard to do. But even even like Trump, the first thing I thought of was, okay, empathy. I This is, you know, when he first started, I kept thinking he must have had a really hard childhood. He must have had a really hard childhood. So I looked it up. And of course he did. I mean, I don't know if you know, but pretty much they kicked him out and sent him to almost I, like I don't, a, I don't I don't know any of this really. Well, I mean, you know. He just needs help. You know, if I'm coming from a place of unconditional love, he really needs some actual help. But anyway, so may he find it soon. Yes, exactly. That's exactly it too. Like what I, I like that love out there. I want to thank you for doing this with me. It's just uplifting to listen to you that drive by visit we had. Didn't <laughs> I know it was great. all of this. I'm so glad that we know each other better now. <laughs> I, I like that. The thing you said, I'm going to ask you to say it again. Sure. It's such a lovely note to end on. Go ahead. Your three things. Oh, okay. So uh, again, unconditional love. Anyone you come in contact with, think of empathy, compassion, and no judgment. Perfect ending to a lovely day. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate this so much. Well, thank you for joining me. And, um, I hope, I hope that people all over who have a tree in front of their house will do something like you're doing. And, I mean, let that by be a kind of a viral, let the roots, you know, take over. Thank I would you. love it. I would love it. I'm, I've thought about doing that. I think it would be really great to I hope you do. Okay. Thank you. you. For now, Thank I'm going to so say much. goodbye. <laughs> See you later. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Let me put my glasses on so I can say goodbye properly. Uh-huh. And okay. Goodbye, everybody.